This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello, dreamers, and welcome to episode 140 of the Dreamers Disease podcast with me, Alex Manzi. And after going through my own battles with depression and anxiety, I wanted to create this platform for you to join me on this journey of becoming richer in mind, body, and soul. And whether that is a discussion about everyday struggles or hearing the story of an inspirational guest, or sometimes even hearing my own personal experiences, we aim to inspire you to start making a positive change in your life. So this week's episode is a little bit different to normal because of this current situation we're in with the kind of COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. Um, obviously a lot of plans have changed in terms of recordings and schedules and everything like that. So it's a bit of a, a, a crazy situation we're in in this world and it, you know it's very sad to see what is happening out there and how many people have been affected not just with the virus but like their everyday lives. So um, me and two of my friends, Alex Reed and Ryan Nile, wanted to get together for this episode to kind of bring a conversation, but also a little bit of positivity to the situation. And we're all creators, we all have our own podcasts and, you know, we want to kind of have a conversation, not just about like how we are affected, but like how we see things being affected globally, but then also to discuss about, you know, where's the positives in all of this? What can be done about the situation? How can we, you know, take the positives and, and try and move forward? Not just as like us as, as a as a threesome, but like, I mean, us, like the people as a whole, like the world as a whole. And I think this is a really, really enjoyable conversation that we had. And we spoke about everything from about, you know, the current situation to like self-isolating, spoke a bit about my travels and coming back from that and how that's been to, you know, what routines we're putting in place every day to make sure that we're, we're, we're staying focused, we're staying on top of ourselves, staying on top of our mental health um, and much, much, much more. So this is hopefully a really, really important and powerful conversation for you guys it's a lot of fun as well it's not just doom and gloom it's a lot of fun in there so without any further ado i just want to thank you for listening do make sure you subscribe on itunes or spotify wherever you're listening right now but let's jump straight in and hear this quarantine session with me alex and ryan here we are here we are we're live live from quarantine <laughs> live and direct from live and quarantine. direct it's crazy crazy so We've got um, Alex Manzi, say Wagwa. How's it going? Um, and Alex Reeds. What, what? <laughs> and myself, Ryan Nile. And the we have Ryan decided Nile. to, uh, the Ryan Nile, um, to have a conversation in quarantine. And uh, maybe that should yeah. be the title. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> should be actually. <laughs> conversations, in should... <laughs> conversations in quarantine. Conversations in quarantine. I think... I think we need to like explain our, our individual setups as well because we've we've all gone a little bit crazy, haven't we? We're like oh, mad. so visually we can see each other through Zoom, yeah. mm. which is a bit like Skype. Mm-hmm. Um we're recording the visuals through that, but we are we've all got our own individual microphone setups, so we're all in, individually recording our audios separately as mm. well. So yeah. we've all got these mad like setups going on everywhere. Yeah. My setup is mad. So I've got a stepladder on a bed, which has got a um, uh, a camera holder for my phone because I need to... <laughs> what are you holding up there? <laughs> Mr. Fox, um, Mr. Fox is in the building. Um, yeah. I've got this spotlight thing and then the Zoom recorder and it's all looking a bit mad. It's all looking a bit quarantine-y. <laughs> okay. Alex Reed's background is by far the best out of all of us. Yeah, yeah so definitely. I'm, Mine's my bedroom wall. So I'm in my loft room, the same room I've had since I was 14. Hence, 
Mr. Fox, right about here. Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. Shout I'm out, gonna try Mr. And make Fox. Him a, a key feature to most of my content from now on. Mm. Um, like but that. yeah, you should so, you should do like the thing. The uh, is it Seinfeld where they always had like a Superman in every episode? Oh, right. You should like just have him placed in the background of all your videos. I think I'm going to do that, you know, because I feel like he's a good he's, shot. Des- he's deserving. He's been a, he's been through like he lost an eye and everything. Yeah, oh, he's, he's, he's been through the wars. He's been through it. Been out here since 1992. <laughs> Mad. Jeez. But um, no, nah, wow. but I'm in my room and I've got a I've got my phone on a on a tripod. Um, so I've taken like random pics of us chatting, but I've got my ring light <laughs> here, and I've got my what do you call this again? Yeti mic. Yeti mic. So I had yeah. to get the Yeti mic like back in, well, beginning of last year I think. Um, when I got the when I got my computer because I wanted to start editing and recording at home. And you know what? Like I'm actually quite happy with the with the with the Yeti and the kind of the, the quality yeah. it makes as well. But I've got a Zoom and stuff. Um, just the one. What's the one that you've got? You got the H6. H6. I got the H6 yeah. With, it's got four inputs. I've got yeah. the H4. So that's what only two inputs in it. Yeah. 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 That's that's yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's what I started with. I upgraded mine like a few mm-hmm. months ago because I just wanted to do more group conversations. I, I just didn't know that the group conversations were going to start happening through Zoom and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's crazy, man. Crazy times. I mean, just for context, like if someone's listening to this in five years and they're like, oh, what the hell are they doing? Um, we're in London. It's um, the it's the end of March, pretty much. And the, the whole country is pretty much in lockdown. Um, you know, we've got to stay in our houses, um, travel, uh, is not advised unless completely essential and um yeah this is all due to the coronavirus covid-19 yeah um which yeah. is spread throughout the world and is causing havoc both um for for people's health um but also economically and that is just having a, an effect on everything yeah. everything is it's, yeah. yeah wow how are you guys feeling well, about that i just i, I actually <laughs> think it's it's really mad how how globally like Mm. how it's affecting everything like there's not one person or one thing or one country that hasn't been affected it's literally spread all across the Mm. world like all all economies are like messed up like everyone's day-to-day life has been affected by this one virus and it's like i mean it's like a movie or something it's It's, it's honestly it feels so surreal it feels so surreal like it, it honestly feels like we're in a movie, but you know, movies last for two hours, and we're feeling like every single injury. Yeah, every single like, day, wow. it's like you wake up. It's like day three in the lockdown, or day three. Yeah, yeah. So, like, London's going into a lock a lockdown as of the nineteenth, no, the nineteenth, the twentieth of March. Um, I don't know how to feel about what, that. What is that official? <laughs> yeah, it's going in from Friday. It's going into a lockdown. Now, what, what, I didn't even see that. Shit. Yeah, that was yesterday. He put that out, um, and then like you know, and then what? I, what I'm not really too happy about is the fact that people keep talking and telling. And I don't know if you guys have you guys have had it, but all of the messages that keep coming into WhatsApp and all these oh, the voice notes and days. all that stuff, I'm like, everybody is moving mad. I've seen people fighting in um, like pictures of people fighting in Iceland in Brixton from yeah, yeah. from Audi in in Northwood in um North, South Norwood. To are these all South Lon- London? No, nah, there's actually but... like there's a there's a people are standing in an orderly queue outside of um, Costco yeah. in Watford. So like, wow, <laughs> something to say. But I'm like, nah. I was in Costco this morning, and um, 
yeah, like everybody was going a bit crazy for this toilet paper situation, and I've never. I've never I don't seen know what that's like about, it. man. That's just, nice. that's just crazy. I, I like, only went in there for fabric conditioner because man needs to wash his clothes. If we're gonna be inside, for, <laughs> if we're gonna be inside for like two weeks, that's something that needs mm. to happen. You know? Yeah. See, I'm I, I'm like of the opinion like I've just come back from traveling. It's like you're not washing your clothes that often. I'm like, just use water. If you can use water to clean anything, it's fine. Like you don't need the soap. If you run out of soap, like I'm not gonna you know stress. What? Kind yeah. of thing. And this is what I'm saying. That's I'm funny actually. Because it, it it brings a different perspective. Like you've just come back off of a very eye opening. Um, I was about to say tour, but like just it was a, a, tour. a journey. Like yeah, it was a tour. It was isn't it? Like me, tour. me, me, and, me and Alex Reeds was on uh, you know Instagram looking at Manzi's travels. We were like, raw, like this is this is sick. Like because you didn't actually plan it the whole way through, did you? No, not at all, man. Like I, I mean, the the plan was originally so started in in Rio in Brazil. And then the plan was to like make our way south, like pass through Uruguay into Buenos Aires, like check out a bit of Argentina and then like head west across Argentina into Chile mm. because I, I got two friends from Chile that I wanted to go and visit. But basically what happened was we got we got distracted halfway and we ended up like completely detouring. Like we, we didn't end up... So from Buenos Aires, we were going to head like slightly north in Argentina mm. To like Men uh, Salta and then Mendoza and then Mendoza is quite close to Chile, so you can mm. like a couple of hours across the border. So that was the original plan. Okay. We actually ended up heading south <laughs> from uh, Buenos Aires and spending like a week with a group of girls that we met and became really friendly with. They like showed us around their town, mm. and then from there I ended up going to Patagonia, which I wasn't at all planning. And then from Patagonia, I decided to go just straight to Colombia because. It turned out that my two friends that were from uh, Chile and Santiago both went in Santiago when I wanted to visit. So I was like, "No oh, way!" Well, yeah. So I was like, oh, "Okay, I just changed my plan. I will go somewhere that else." So wow, that is amazing. But man. that's one of the great things about traveling, man. Is you have the opportunity to to be dynamic, mm. and and it's a it's it's a a lifestyle that you don't get to fully appreciate when you're living your day to day life at home. Like being able to change so quickly and make a new decision and go. Actually, now nah, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to go here instead. Yeah. yeah. So wow. it's like it is eye opening. Yeah. Definitely, man. And what, what was it what was the shock like when you get got back to, to here and like with everything that was happening? Apart from Corona. I mean yeah, I mean it's been a bit of a weird one because I'm I've only really been back two weeks, but it feels like I've been back six months already mm. because there's like so much has happened in a short span of time and like I came home so the reason I only did two months is because I, I had a skin holiday booked with with my friends, which is like an annual trip. Mm. And it was already like mostly paid for. So I was like, well, I can't like spend the money and not go. So I yeah. flew back to to do the ski trip. And then my plan was to stay in London for a couple of weeks. So I've got a friend's wedding supposed to be happening next week, which oh, I think is highly wow. unlikely now. Oh, man. Uh, so stay, stay, yeah, stay around for the wedding. And then um, in April, I was going to go traveling again. But like all of that has totally changed. So I've kind of just been in like this weird limbo situation of like, uh, I don't know what's happening right now. I'm just sort of just vibing and going with the flow. Like you can't, like for me, it's like you can't change the situation. So, okay, that's done. I can't change the fact that no one can travel and we're in lockdown. That's just a fact of life right now. So what are the positive things I can look to do out of it? And like, how Absolutely. can I be productive? What are the things that I can do? And then once everything blows over, hopefully sooner rather than later, you know, I can go back to what I was, what I was planning, hopefully. What's interesting is that when you was over there, you were kind of like, 
in the flow of life i like you can yeah. just choose to go this country or that country but now you've come into a different side of the same thing where it's like you're still in the flow of life but more of an acceptance like yeah. we've just got to stay still like we can't do a b and c now you know yeah it's mad but it's also like i feel i feel a little bit grateful that i am here because i've been chatting to a few people who who are still traveling who i met out there like there's there's a girl i know who's she's in peru at the minute and she's literally quarantined in a hostel for two weeks oh, like she can't she can't leave the hostel for 14 days and there's another girl who's from peru and she's in colombia and it's the same for her she's quarantined in colombia and she was supposed to fly back to peru like two days mm-hmm. ago or something so there's like a lot of like people whose not only travel plans have been messed up but like that's just stuck in in a place and they can't they can't do anything about it and it's like at least I'm here I'm home I've got home comforts like yeah, yeah. if you're stuck in a hostel like it's a bit of a like big brother situation where you're just stuck in this building with all these random people for like 2 weeks yeah for real for real. in a, yeah in another country and then you're at you know you have to use their health service potentially as well which is yeah exactly with a language you may not understand mm, i was supposed to be in um i was supposed to be in grenada in the caribbean this yeah, weekend yeah, I remember you um, saying, yeah yeah to bury my grandmother and we've mm. had to cancel that wow sorry no 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 we haven't had we haven't had to cancel it the flights have been cancelled it's been cancelled oh, okay. it's being cancelled um because they've stopped accepting people from the uk as of yesterday yeah um <laughs> Man. you know it's crazy like we could, if we had gone like if these let's say that the flight was yesterday for example mm-hmm. and we went we could have landed and they say you go, you're gonna have to quarantine for 14 days mm. yeah my aunt was meant to so, go to Jamaica a, a few weeks ago and um we were just like because my granddad lives out there and it was just before like the first coronavirus outbreak in jamaica and mm. um wow. or well, the prime minister was like yeah, we don't want any any anybody from Britain coming. Like it's just one. Mm. I think they said it was one woman from Brixton came and like gave everybody Corona. Because <laughs> I think she was, I think she was in Jamaica for a funeral or something. But I think but my aunt, yeah. if she had gone, she would have been quarantined. Yeah, she yeah. would have been yeah. quarantined, and it would. And it's like you die. You've got a you've got a way up whether um, you want to be put in that situation when you get there. Because also, like my granddad's like in his eighties as well. Like, and he mm. would be. Mm highly compromised Probable. to that stuff and he's not you know yeah, he's not been exactly. he's not lived in the UK for years basically at least yeah. 20 years Man. yeah it's mad it's like it, there's a friend of mine I was just checking on my phone while you're talking there to make sure I wasn't making it up but there's a friend of mine who's who arrived in Bali like yesterday and has to come straight back. Like, oh, man. His, yeah, his, his caption on his photo on his Instagram was like, more time in the air than in the country, Jeez. but we'll be back soon. So they've, they've obviously landed, yeah. and they've probably been told, well, you can be quarantined for two weeks, and they're probably there for less than two weeks, or you can just go straight home. So it's like, it's, yeah, it's a mad situation, man. Mm. Mad. How, how, mad. What about you I wonder, guys? I wonder how, what the money situation been... is with that, though. Because technically the flight has done their part in, sorry, the airline's done their part in completing the flight. So they're going to have, they may have a bit of a battle on their hand. It's mad. Yeah, like all the, the, all, the, all the, all the unique situations that I'm seeing popping up on Twitter, man. Like it's crazy. Like this is obviously hit the economy hard mm-hmm. and I'm seeing people like are losing their jobs and stuff on Twitter. Like, um, I saw a girl tweet earlier, just had a call from my COO, um, said there's nothing they can do. And now I've got no job. Wow. You know, it's wow. just like that. It's crazy. Just like that. And then people in the replies yeah. are saying, oh, so sorry to hear that. And then other people are like, same things just happened to me. 
And um, yeah. I mean, in my line of work, in, in, in my in my day job, um, you know, we look after several businesses and I'm starting to see that as well from from those businesses. So it's just like, wow, people are really making um, like do or die decisions mm. at the moment. You know, yeah. it's, it's, this mm. is unprecedented. I've had, I've yeah. had certain jobs cancel on me and whatnot. But hey, silver linings, you can't really, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, for, um, for real. You've got to just like, figuring out how to spend your time, really. Um, mm. And I've spoken to a lot of people, especially when they come on full-time contracts. They're like, oh my God, I want to do work from home. Or I'm so bored. What did I do? I'm like, well, I've been housebound since like 2019. But... Um, <laughs> But it's also like a, it's like, I just, you know, you got to try and like spend every moment just trying to like do something, do something different, yeah. I guess. You, like, it's a challenge to kind of make, um, make sense out of all of this. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like you have to add variety where you can mm. and you have to be smart about your space. And, you know, we, we all live in London and space is such a hot commodity. If you have it, then it's amazing. Yeah. But, you know, it really highlights, you know, a lot of us are in different situations like, mm. um, me and my me and my wife live with um live with parents so that's that's difficult it i mean it's great but it's also difficult in terms of space yeah so like yeah um you know my setup proves this right now you know <laughs> putting it on a putting my phone on a stepladder so i can record like this oh, in a, i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna lie you look like you're in a cupboard i or thought something. you were in a wardrobe <laughs> or something man. This is telling you i'm telling you <laughs> Telling you, <laughs> reads. I'm in your wardrobe somewhere there. <laughs> so I Do I have a wardrobe? This is the question. This is the question. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You might. You might do. I actually don't um, have one. Um, I've never. I don't think I've ever had one. Listen. Okay. So my room is a really weird setup. It's the loft, but it kind of didn't expand out as it should have. So um, yeah. I just kind of use every like corner or hook. So I've basically just got a railing with stuff hung up. And then just a chest of drawers. But I would love to have a wardrobe at some point in life. Um, but it's mad, isn't it, when we think about it, man? Mm. And uh, Alex, mm. do you, do you, do you, you got housemates? Oh, I said Me? Alex. No. Manzi. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm at my parents temporarily because, so before I went traveling, I basically took a decision in like June last year. I basically had to make a decision of like to, whether to stay at my flat. Mm. Um, and take on some work or move back in with my parents, take on the same work and save the money so that I could go traveling. Yeah. So I I, I left my flat um, in June and moved back in with my parents in July. So I did like five months with my parents, went traveling in, like I said, January, February. And then the plan mm. was to spend most of this year traveling. Right. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just in my old bedroom mm. that I like left like five years ago, <laughs> wow. which is really bizarre. But it's also like, it's a, it's a strange situation because obviously like living in your own space, you're used to your own space and doing everything your own way and like coming back home yeah, man. and being here and especially being indoors all day. It's like there's mm. my mum, my dad at home, my grandma is here. She like, she's been here since like November. Like oh. she's from Italy. Mm. Obviously she couldn't go back home. Mm. Yeah. She's, she's still yeah. here. Um, so there's like four of us plus a, plus the dog. So it's like, yeah, space. I mean, space isn't like an issue, but it's like more, um, it's like the the crossing of things, isn't it? Just like especially dynamics. When yeah, especially when you're, um, you know, the the kind of work that we all do. Um, it's very hard for people to know that you're working because, like, mm. for me, for example, when I'm editing podcasts, I can't look at the audio while whilst I'm editing it. So I would always go switch to a tab, s- scroll on Twitter while I'm listening because that helps me yeah. actually hear what's on 
what I'm listening to. Um, okay. If anyone walked past me, they'd be like, oh, you're just on Twitter. That means yeah. you're available. Mm-hmm. that means yeah. you're available to, and then they'll um, like tap on my shoulder and I'm like oh, I'm working I've got my headphones on do you know what I mean it's, it's, yeah. it's hard I go to my room and once my door is shut don't don't knock it I beg like <laughs> yeah. just don't do it don't do it because <laughs> yeah. I'm always doing something or creating something basically but today as I was walking off I was like I'm recording don't knock on the door sort of thing yeah but um, that's really funny because the whole like living at home situation like that is I think it's reality for a lot of people at this moment in time. Mm. And I find it, I was talking to my cousin about this um, earlier and it was like, oh, um, if only, if only I like, if only I could have like a certain amount of money or if I could, if I had a certain salary or something, then I would like move out or whatever. And I feel like we're all kind of like psychologically trapped by this, this idea of having a salary that would free us from sort of thing. But, yeah. I'm, but I've always remembered like thinking about what Manzi was talking about with regards to traveling and stuff. Um, I think I remember got, I was given this kind of ultimatum by somebody. It was li- literally like, if you live at home, you should travel. If you, if you live alone, then you probably won't, the money that you have won't go to travel unless you're earning enough or earning loads yeah, of yeah. money. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And I f- because the other thing is as well like if you're if you've got your own place that you're renting or you own like if you go traveling so say for example i i was budgeting like 1500 to 2000 pound a month to travel which is is more than is more than enough yeah. right mm. but if you've got rent to pay on top of that that's another like minimum six seven eight hundred quid on top so like all of a sudden your budget for travel was like increased by like 50 well, percent. you gotta got them affiliate links like, man yeah. you gotta you gotta, <laughs> you gotta push that <laughs> you gotta get those brand I'm deals i'm telling you i'm telling you trust me and the thing is like that's that's bare minimum that's not even counting um like bills or debts which you know most exactly. people have so it's yeah it's you do think that you have that ultimatum in mm. mind um, yes I think I think times like this that we're in though really helps uh perspective and reality like um don't correct me if I'm wrong but we're all from immigrant families and yeah our our olders would have come to this country with the the view of I need to survive I need to you know bring my family over and 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 make a success of this mm. um and I feel that that generation kind of um experienced happiness in a different way because they you know to get a house family and they're traveling here and there not to not in a not in a way that we kind of think of it now like our the general millennial view of happiness is being able to work where you want uh travel when you want eat what you want mm. you know what i mean like it's complete freedom it's complete freedom basically yeah. and we're we're now in a stage where the airlines are going to have to stop. Do you know what I mean? So that just shows that yeah. the whole world is not free right now. Like you're, to, to, for us to become free, we have to be still, mm. which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what? I think it's like because we've been given this this thing where they've said, "Don't leave the house. Don't touch anybody. Don't um, mm. like do all of this stuff when you come in. Like you know, wash your hands now and." Um, yeah. It's basically stuff. the government the government is a Jamaican parent <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> honestly don't don't leave the house don't come in don't bring nobody Just... with you no, but it's like, make sure you wash your hands 
Trust me. <laughs> no, nah, but honestly, it's like, okay, cool. So now they're telling us to do all of this stuff and now everybody's going on. Like, have you seen? Um, I've just noticed like that we've been, we've been like, well, I have been inundated with like loads of messages from like online businesses all of a sudden. Everyone's talking all about doing um, online things and everyone's like, oh, how can we make working at home feel better and all this stuff? And I'm like, yeah, so there yeah. was a whole percentage of freelancers who worked from home there are disabled people who've been working from home, yeah. who've been trying to campaign for working from home all this time. Mm. But only now, only now you want to start delivering coffee to people's houses because they might drink coffee. Yeah, every... yeah. I'm like, nah, this is just on some next fall. But what's going to change is the culture. What's going to change is the way that people think about working. If you, if they've looked at it now and thinking, oh, we can maintain the same amount of profit, get better output, and nobody has to be in the office well, we just may as well just sell up and then everybody can just work remotely. And I'm like, yeah, this yeah. is something yeah. that Jeremy Corbyn, for example, I don't want to get it too political in here, but mm. it's literally what he was saying for most of like, or, or trying to push for most of his election and nobody wanted mm. to hear it, to be honest. And now yeah. here we are. But he he <laughs> you know, who can't on, hear on, must feel, isn't it? You know? Yeah, exactly. But you know, on a slightly controversial one, and this is just the way my mind works sometimes, okay. Do you know, and it might sound a bit bad, but do you not think that like, this has happened for a reason. Like it almost feels like a response from nature. Yeah. Like nature's gone Absolutely. like, you lot are messing up. Absolutely. Like this thing is going to cause an absolute madness and you're all going to have to rethink everything you know about life and work and perspectives <laughs> and like what you're doing with your days yeah. and how you, how you travel, how you even spend time at home, how you spend mm. time with people. Yeah. Everything. Like, it, does, it does feel like a bit of a Listen, madness. If nature like that, was a parent, this is this is this is this is this is nature beating us and saying, "Look, trust yeah. me, man." Wow. So I don't know, man. He who can't hear must feel, man. Must that's that's exactly. I mean, I do believe that's kind of what's happening because this is the one thing that is affecting everybody equally, and I really feel sorry for the people that are obviously going through health issues. There's a lot of a lot of deaths. Yeah. Um, and it's just a terrible situation. Um, but for the for the rest of the, the people out there, it's making, like you said, it's making everybody rethink, reevaluate everything, mm. you know? Because it's, it's not like a, it's not an anecdotal thing. Like, oh, this thing's happening in Syria and everyone changes yeah. changes their profile picture blue or something like that in solidarity. Yeah. This is, no, this shit is real for every mm. single one of us. Yeah. on in, in the world. And it's... Yeah. When has that happened? Yeah. When has that happened? It's yeah. not in our generation, it hasn't. And even if you're thinking about like world wars, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a world war. Yes, it does affect everything. Um, but we didn't have the internet back then. Yeah. And now yeah. we've got full visibility, real time of mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. in and every inch of the world. And it's insane. You know what has to be like, sorry. I, <laughs> um, but the, 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 the way the internet has kind of operated um with regards to memes and videos and gifs around this has been um an amazing relief as well because mm, yeah. you can't be like you can't be like the thing is you can't be so serious all the time about it because the thing is people are afraid people are actually afraid mm. and you know when the media is pushing this like this ideolo- ideology of fear and stuff and it just kind of makes it that just much much more bearable if 
Mm. We have like you know the, you know Cardi B like Cardi B saying coronavirus for ages coronavirus uh, <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> that like literally has become like a chart topping song you know what I mean yeah yeah um, I can't yeah. remember who made it but shout out to whoever it was um, yeah yeah it's become a chart topping <laughs> song like my cousin messaged me and was like oh it's ninety seven and then he's like oh snap within two hours it was number eleven on the Apple wow. on um, yeah Apple Music so it's just like you got to look at look at all of that and I do think that you know to to follow what you said Manzi about you know from nature and stuff man there's so much that we haven't um, like what's the word learned from as humanity you know what mm. I mean with regards to the way that we've treated it and the way that people have treated it um, we had a whole Extinction Rebellion talking about like you need to sort out the planet. Everybody needs this. This is the major cause, and everyone's telling us, "No, it's Brexit. Brexit's the cause." Brexit's yeah, people. yeah, that's right. If we die tomorrow, what's everybody talking about? Coronavirus. Exactly. <laughs> like, mm. you know, what I mean, no one's talking about Brexit. I've not heard the word Brexit yeah. for the past like a month or an, and a half. The closest uh, I've heard Brexit almost seems like the good old days, doesn't <laughs> you know it? I mean? Oh, do you remember when we used to talk about Brexit and the weather? <laughs> the closest honestly, I've heard is honestly. when e, the EU have said, "Oh, they're closing their borders for thirty days." That is, yeah, that is the closest I've heard. Of, of Brexit and Brexit wasn't even mentioned so I'm not like you know I'm it's just mad and like... I've, I've, I've seen some um, some images of or some satellite imagery of mm. how th- everyone being locked down how that's positively affecting mm. climate change um, and like the emissions and all that kind of stuff because obviously this is what people were like campaigning for isn't it like if you stop if you if you reduce the carbon footprint um this is the effect and you can't reduce more than stopping all the flights. Do you know what I mean? Which is what's going to happen or what is happening. Oh, and so crazy. The, the world has a way of healing itself. Like I've always said, like people, cause people will be like, Oh, you know, like we've got to protect us, um, protect life on the planet and we need to save planet earth. And I'm like, planet earth is going to be fine. You know, we need, to, it's, it's <laughs> us that we need to, to, to save. Do you know what I mean? Like we need to change our behaviors mm. and, this is what's happening, like with with um, COVID nineteen. Um, it's making us evaluate and and change up everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I've really I've I mean, you know, I'm like I always like to see the positives, right? So I, I've really enjoyed the what you were just touching on there, right? Like seeing the images in I think it's in Venice of like Yo. people saying like the water's been the clearest yeah. it's been for sixty years and like. Yeah ducks have come back that into the canals amazing. and like dolphins are starting to swim back up there dolphins and, you know like all this craziness dolphins. actual dolphins yeah dolphins swimming up the canals in in venice because the water so need to clean to cherish it, this i hope that we all learn from this you yeah know? like i feel and, like and even like the, the 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 shows of like community like you know you've seen the videos of, of the, the balconies yeah. in italy and like oh, the yeah. guy in spain who was doing like a workout <laughs> the workouts, the yeah that was like, sick i like, like that. and every and <laughs> it's like every jamaican has made a song yeah oh my days yeah did you have you seen the one in the drive-thru yes what with the dinosaur no 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 there's a jamaican guy i don't know if if he's in jamaica but he's he's uh singing like a reggae song about coronavirus (laughs) to the to the to the drive-thru window it's so funny (laughs) jamaicans are jamaicans are a next breed you know no so good so creative but yeah how have you guys been dealing with the whole home situation like being I know, right? You've been out and about at work. Yeah, still, like, so Alex, like being at home. I've been like, here. Have you, have you, <laughs> I've been here. Have I don't, I don't want people you, in the house. This is the thing. Maybe have you have you like struggled with? I know you you, spe- you spend a lot of time working at home mm. anyway, but have you struggled with like 
routine wise or like just being or feeling like you're you know, kind of trapped in those you know what um i'm a, <laughs> i'm always challenging myself to do stuff like i'm literally and i think i spoke to ryan about this previously it was about um like the the you know robin sharma's the 5am club and stuff and yeah. um I was literally just like, you know what? I need to change some habits. I need to sort my life out. Like, I'm always trying to challenge myself to do something different. And I'm thinking, and I figured, like, when you're freelancing and you're actually like, and you, you the time is your own. Literally, you are your own. But like, you wake up at what time? You start the work at whatever time you want. You work for however long you want, and and as long as you get the job done, it's all good. Um, but. I've really been taking the time to sit down and say, look, I'm going to need, I'm going to, I need to get up early each day. That's number one. So my day starts at five. Well, I get up at five o'clock. I have to get up within 10 minutes. That's the whole Tom Billy mm. thing. Mm. Um, yeah. He was like, get up within 10 minutes of um, your alarm and stuff. So I, I just kind of rise and roll out of bed and see what I can do after that. Um, but the whole challenge is getting out of bed. Um, and that's with, and that's something, you know, that was really tough for me for like the first, I want to say two, three weeks. After that, it's like it's just been an amazing habit of like getting up at five, mm. five o'clock, up, uh, exercise, shower, um, come down, do gratitudes, write, um, kind of listen to a podcast or watch a YouTube video or just sit there and think, maybe just give myself the space to do it. And that's mm. all done within the hour of between five and six. So then by the time, amazing. if wow. I tell it to six o'clock now, I'm like, okay, so... Because I'm writing this book, it's like I'm at, the, I'm at my desk here writing for a few hours. Um, and whether I have a podcast or music playing in the background, that's my thing. Then by 11, and I intermittent fast, so by 11 now, I'm like, okay, cool. I can start eating. That just means that I can kind of start to slow down because by the afternoon I I lose energy. I start to not be able to focus. I can't do anything yeah. too um, too brain heavy um, after after say two o'clock. So I just so mm. I kind of just start winding down from like midday onwards, um, and that's when I probably end up doing things like you know podcasting or my um, the YouTube stuff. Only recently just decided to jump on that. But congrats! Oh, thank you. But I have no idea what I'm doing. Literally, the camera's there. I'm looking at it. It's looking back at me. It shuts off because I'm looking at it for too long. It's just, it's it's all a bit, it's all a bit mad. Yeah, it's all a bit weird. Yeah. And then, so that's kind of where I'm going with the routine. And I had to kind of build that routine in for myself or else I would, I wouldn't know what to do. Do you see what I mean? Definitely, man. That's what's really good about that as well, though, is that you've really leaned into what works for you. Yeah, like, you know, like you, you know, when in the day is is good for you to work. Absolutely, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a night owl at all. I'm not that person, <laughs> and I don't know what thing is. I don't know what I was doing at uni. Like, I really thought that I could be this person that was like, oh, I'm going to be up until like three, four a.m. doing study. With I'm not that person. I really should have just been up earlier and working for longer in the in the morning self-awareness yeah i really should have yeah, yeah, no, exactly. no self-awareness at uni i don't know mm. what was going on don't know how i made it <laughs> don't know how they let me out <laughs> but like um but how have you, how have what's you amazing huh? what, what just to pick up on what you're saying there as well like um and it, it's not going to work for everyone but no. either working late when everyone's asleep or getting up early when everyone's asleep it's kind of it's a golden time because it's like the only time especially now where everyone's at home it's like this is probably the only time you're going to have without any kind of distractions or noise. Yeah. And, mm. you know, there may be a lot of parents watching this um, 
as well. And <laughs> those hours are golden because the, the kids probably or might not be awake as well. Mm-hmm. So experiment with that as well because they yeah. that might be the time where you can actually self care. Like even if you're not doing like if you even if you're not doing your side hustle or anything like that, mm. um maybe just use that time to take care of yourself because it's so vital. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've basically been following um one of my idols is uh, Sterling K. Brown. I don't know if you know who he is. Okay. He's, an, he's an actor. He's mm. in um he was in Black Panther for like briefly. Well he was in Black Panther all the way through but he wasn't he didn't get much screen time because of his character. Um, he's okay. in this show called This Is Us. I don't know if you've seen This Is Us. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was yeah, in Waves yeah. and stuff. But basically, he had this thing where he um, where he kind of outlined his fitness program mm. on, on on with men's health and something. And he just basically, this is the kind of, he said this is what he does as like a base before he kind of, like when he's on the road or when he's traveling or when he's on set and stuff. And he just wants to just kind of hit a, hit a bit of a workout. And it's like this pyramid challenge of just like burpees, push-ups, um, um, reverse crunches and squats. Um, and if you've got pull-up, if you've got a pull-up bar of some kind, then that's, that's very helpful as well. I can barely do a pull-up. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I hate burpees. I, I, Worst I, exercise I, ever designed. Do you know what? Oh. With, me, with me being in the loft, right, I can't do burpees because <laughs> it's like... I made it like one little move, like my weights, my weights kind of rolled after I was doing some kind of, some row of some kind. And um, <laughs> like when I put them down, like my mum and dad are like literally directly beneath me. So oh, they, were, no. they were hearing like, what is this kind of, what is this, what is this noise? Why? Why? No, it's happening at 5am. Um, but at yeah. 5am? At 5am. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> at 5am. My dad's usually up before six, but it's like, it's like, what is, what is that? But it's um it's a really good workout and um like I would implore anybody just to kind of like Google that workout for with if you just do Sterling K Brown workout men's health it's like it's really cool because yeah. um, when you think about it you end up if you do that every day you end up doing yes. like what a hundred push ups a day a hundred of us crunches yeah, a day so you're like yeah. what mad um and you feel yeah. pumped as well like you feel energized mm. for the day mm. that's coming like you just if you're just and that's so key like, yeah because i think that yeah trying i mean ideally i would do two workouts a day because again i have the time and i'm in my room but um you you do burn out and you get tired so like you know what i mean but if you do one workout in the morning at least you can say well i don't even need to do the next one in the afternoon because i know i've done I need to do in the morning and you're yeah. all right. You know? Yeah, small yeah. small wins, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I've I've got kind of lazy with the workout situation because obviously being away I wasn't doing much at all. Mm. And then since coming back I've kind of struggled to get back into the flow of it. But mm. you was going che- gym. I've been cheating. What you've been what you've yeah, been I was cheating like before, doing? Before before yeah. before I was going gym like three times yeah. a week, like yeah, religiously I was in the, in the gym at seven. Mm. Like since I've come back I've like I've not been setting an alarm, I'm not gonna lie. But I'm still up at like eight o'clock. Mm. But I've been taking it easy and my cheat code is like, I've been doing like a 30, 40 minute yoga session in the morning. Okay. Mm. So, so even like, that is something that you can do. Yeah, it's still, second, yeah, still, definitely. And yoga is hard. But it's, yoga it is, is hard. hard. No, it is hard. That, but that's yeah, why Ryan. I enjoy it because it's, cha- it's challenging enough to like, you can get injured doing yoga as well. Uh, yeah, you, right? yeah, you definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, no, but it's, it is, it's, ch- it's challenging enough to like make you feel like you've been productive yeah. with some form of exercise. But for me, because I've got quite a lot of energy in the mornings, like I, I need to like figure out a way mm. to bring some sort of workout routine into my living room 
um, which I haven't figured out yet. But this workout that you're talking about, Alex, sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, try it. Try yeah, it. Does. Um, and there's also the Fit app, which I keep pushing. Mm. But it's like when my friend, he kind of he made he made this app, which is really cool. And it's just got like loads of different trainers and whatnot. And you can literally just choose whichever um, kind of workout you want, whether it be cardio or strength and just yeah, kind of nice. get on with it. And they're all set for the house. So yeah, like something yeah, that I'll send I, you guys. Yeah, because I'm like... I like to go to the gym and go like, okay, I same, already know what same. The, 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 the exercises I need same. to do. And I'm just going to follow this, this six, seven, eight exercises. I don't want to have to like think, okay, I'm going to do this. Okay, yeah, what can I do next? Yeah. Okay, next same. I'm going to do that. Prescriptions. But some people, some people thrive off of that. Some people walk mm. into the gym with no plan and they get there and they go, okay, I'm going to do this uh, first and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do... I don't think they walk in there with no plan. I just think they just walk in there and know what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, there is yeah. that. Like, and I, I, I'm the same. Mm. I can go into a gym and know what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I actually, I just prefer like having, before I've even walked in, like it's sorted. Mm. Even if it means I have to write it myself before I go, like the eight exercises or things I want to do or what type of workout. Yeah. Like I prefer walking in without having to think about it. Like it's already done. It was the worst thing. Cause I, I made a, I made a whole plan. I was like, I'm going to go to the, like I'm from Monday. <laughs> This Monday coming, I was going to do 100 days of... Because I was talking to um, Beckford. And I oh, was yeah. like, he's doing 100 days of gym. Henley Beckford, mm. yeah. He, Ryan interviewed. And I was like, okay, you're doing 100 days of gym. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that from Monday. Look at what's happened this week, guys. <laughs> this week I yeah. said, don't go out of yeah, the house. Yeah. And you're going to go to the gym and people are touching it. And I'm like, no. But you know what? That's, 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 that's a good lesson in one, just starting now and starting where you are. Exactly. Because... It's such a trap, especially with exercise. People be like, you know what? From Monday, I'm going to start eating well. And then from Monday, I'm going to start doing this. And you might be on Wednesday right now. And then you've got from Wednesday to Monday to start building up this perfect routine. And it ends up being so unachievable. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there you go. Then there's an active world. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do about that? So, but if you're really committed to doing it, you you find a way yeah, to do it, right? For me, yeah, yeah, for me, it was a bit like I was just like, because mom, like I remember a family who is like um, immunocompromised. So it's a bit like, well, I can't really, I, if if I was selfish, I could really just be like, I'm going out to do whatever. That's right. Yeah, that's it's a right. bit like I can't just be yeah. outside <laughs> doing any randomness unless it's to the chemist and back. <laughs> to be yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But also like, I think what Rai's saying is like, it's so true. Like it's a lesson in starting now, but also a lesson in being dynamic and like being, mm. being adaptive to like what's happening because like literally two, three weeks ago, like no one could have predicted like where we are right now. Mm. Like it almost seems so far away, like three it's, weeks ago. It's crazy. In, in reality, three weeks isn't that long at all. So it's mad. It's like every week it's felt like a month. To, Exactly. And it's, it's actually crazy. I saw something on Instagram today. It was like, believe it or not, this was a week ago. And I was looking mm. at the picture, like, oh, it was like a football related thing. I was like, oh my God, that feels like ages ago. But it's just like, everything's happened so quick. So like, I think this, this lesson in us needing to be adaptive and change and, and, and be dynamic with the situation is going to be really powerful, man. And it's like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Big, I think it's a big lesson in all of this for a lot of people or for most people. Definitely, man. And look, in, in times like this as well, like, because this has happened before, um, not in this way, but things like that, the global events happen. And if you're lucky enough to be alive, there are ways and there are opportunities because things change, like the world changes. So in that, if we keep our eyes open, um, 
there are opportunities that we can mm. seize upon. Do you know mm. what I mean? So this could be a two week thing. This could be a two month thing. This could be a two year thing. Um, but within that time, it's like, all right, how can I be adaptive and how can I add value where mm. I can? It might be something completely different to what you've always imagined. Oh, I've worked 35 years to be in this industry or well, all these talents, but you know, yeah. you know, exactly. Like change the plan. Yeah. Like what can you, what can you do now? Like you've just yeah. got to play the cards you're dealt kind of thing. All right, guys, what are the kind of, um, obviously it's me, it's Alex Reeds. What are the books? Come on now. Come on. What are we going <laughs> to share? Because I was literally just, um, <laughs> reading, um, the four hour work week the other day. Yep. Um, yep. Which, is, yeah. which is somewhere on there. There, up there somewhere. Um, <laughs> and it was like, um, it was, he was basically saying like, ah, oh, you are, um, the people that want to, that want to live till, re- till they retire are kind of like the, they're literally non-starters and they don't want to do anything and they want to wait 35 years until they're able to do stuff. And, mm. you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, this is actually so relevant for, for now. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. there's so many people that are just like, oh, what about, oh, what if, oh, maybe I'm like, Really and truly, like the internet is the strongest thing at this moment in time. I would get on there and study a course or, yeah. you know, I mean, you're at home. You may as well right. just like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if you're working from home, you're probably doing what is required for your role and stuff. But you're like, get on a course, get on it, get on something. Rest, obviously. But like, you know what I mean? Mm. But try and do something like. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a good time to upskill, man. Like. Uh, everything is every everything is online like thankfully we have the internet because boy can you imagine if it was a lockdown and we had no internet no wow. that would be, be scratching on walls writing <laughs> day one yeah. in the yeah. lockdown honestly, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, physical journaling yeah. who would you contact how how what, what? i wasn't even around when pages were available i'm so sorry i was probably what, what if, you, if you wow. if you couldn't leave your house at all if you couldn't leave your house there was no internet Literally, if it was the 80s, what would we do? How would we even know not to leave the house? We'd literally all be leaving the house, wouldn't we? You'd have, just you'd be have radio, like, radio and TV. Yeah, it'd be the radio. Five channels, TVs, wouldn't it? or yeah. four channels. Even. The, the, the three bulletins a day. And then, what do you do? After <laughs> do you, okay, do you, what, do you, do you think if? if it was like what? that, that people would be calmer? I think they would be. I think yeah, they maybe. would be. I think I was going to say, what, what if like, there was no no power or no electricity so you literally you couldn't lock into the TV or the radio you had no internet you'd be fine your phones didn't work it would be a walking dead it would be the walking dead honestly you'd it would be, you'd literally be literally my, my bookshelf would be active that's what it would that be that is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying oh what was your question about books yeah sorry what books are we what books are we reading <laughs> what books are we what Go books on. are we reading because um, I think I'm like doing some stuff around books to read while in isolation because well, and, mm. because I think that's so prevalent. I mean, like that's the like the what, nearest form of communication that a lot of people have. Yeah. What what books are we reading right now? Yeah. What books are you reading right now? And well, also, like, kind funny, of what other stuff has kind of been helping you just in general? And, and what kind of lessons? So, funnily enough, um, I don't ever do this, but I'm reading three books at the same time. You're reading three books. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, but Multi-reader. there's a reason why, and I, and I'll explain. So the first one is um. Simon Sinek start with why okay mm. because this is the one book that other than uh Carol Dweck uh growth mindset is the one book that I've had so many people recommend to me mm-hmm. um yep. so I'm reading it I'm nearly at the end so I'm, that's that's one that I read and I started reading it 
But this 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 was in my bag for a month and a half before I picked it up while I was traveling. Wow. So it's a bit bashed up, but I took two other books. It's got character. Traveling. Yeah, it has. It's got it's got a story as well. It's traveled. This is book seen the world. <laughs> mm, um, like then the other two I'm reading is like they're two very similar ones. So one's a daily stoic. I'm stoic. reading that. Yep. Oh yes, my days! My G. Look at hey. this. Oh, one second, it's not even in the thing. Here it is, anyway, guys. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sick. The Daily Stoic. But I'm, it's I'm so good. I'm cheating because I actually started this last last January, so January 2019. Oh, okay. And I got as far, I got as far as um, I've got a bookmark in it. I got as far as May. Mm. Yeah, May the first before I before I gave not oh, gave okay. up on it I just kept forgetting to read it okay. so I'm I'm recapping on the first half it's so good um, man. and then whilst I'm reading that I'm also reading the book of life which is a very similar book which is broken okay. down into days so you read one one passage a day basically and it's like a a meditate not a meditate it says a meditation Who's but it it's by? Like, <clears throat> this is uh Krishnamurti you know my favorite uh oh right my favorite oh yeah guy. you did you told it's, me about that that book yeah it's called the book of life this one so I'm, I've actually got three books on the go, which is like a very big rarity for me. I'm normally like a one book at a okay. time guy, but two of them are like, but you know what? read one passage a day yeah. kind of books. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's, what, that's the beauty of that. You know what I mean? You can be reading. I'm literally just slowly going for, obviously the Daily Stoic is just daily. It's just that thing, the kind of, that's the, yeah, thing, that like keeps me, that's the thing that keeps me accountable for each day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like mm. I'll look at mm. I'll read it and be like, oh, that's an interesting message for today. Yeah. And then I'll also, yeah. and then yeah. I'll also find this book, um, the power of praying through the Bible. So it's basically got like little random verses in there that I just kind of like do a little flick through and then just kind of like see what's there. Um, That's really cool. Nice. And it's just a random thing. So like I kind of use them together just as a way to like balance the two. So right, yeah. what you are. Uh, well, as you know, I listen to uh, to audiobooks mainly. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. so, but my ear, my my ears have been full of LBC to be honest. The last LBC. Week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just just by like. All right. Just being, just hearing like what's happening with all the press conferences. Who's your favorite presenter with, with on that Corona. show? Because oh, James O'Brien. All oh, right, snap. I was gonna say because our whole friendship yeah, relies yeah. on this on this answer. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> no, nah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I've been busy at work and stuff, so yeah, I haven't yeah, really sure. been able to like to like listen. But where I have like commuting and things like that, um, I've just been doing that. But um, just trying to. Think. So I've read the Daily Stoic. Mm. Um, amazing, incredible. He's um, great. What's the last book I remember reading, listening to, was um, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, I've the founder mm, of Nike. Got Nike. somewhere. Incredible, incredible, incredible. What nope. a story. I read that, I'm going to say this time last year, I think it was like January last year. Mm. I just binged, I binged loads of audiobooks at um, the beginning of last year. But that one is really, you know when a book really sticks with you um, and some of the stories and uh, just what he had to go through to make what nike is today and obviously mm. we're, we're born in the 80s when it was like massive do you know yeah. what i mean but and and culturally massive as well like it's, to us and correct me if i'm wrong but brand wise back then you had like nike and and, and mcdonald's and michael jackson you know they're like yeah the, and michael jordan like all of these people were like they're the biggest brands mm. and you're hearing it from his first person point of view and mm-hmm. you're like wow like this has come from you know this guy and he yeah, he, he he went through a, a lot, like going Japan and back and forth. Like wow, especially back then in the sixties, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gifted Shoe Dog by one of my guests. He was just like, "Here, this is this is the book," and I'm like, "All right." <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> I need to I need to sit down and read that. Actually, um, it's not on one of my present lists. 
but it's there. Um, it's on yeah. my books. I've down, I downloaded a, a couple. Thing is, I'm a like, what's the word? What's the word when you um when you see something and you just buy it? Impulse. Impulse. I'm a impulsive book buyer. An impulsive <laughs> so book I'll, buyer. Yeah, so I'll just buy books and then have them there with the intention of reading them, mm-hmm. and then. They just sit there. Actually, the last book I read was, um, uh, what was it called? It's all to do with uh, shareable content and what, what makes okay. people share content. And the, the basis behind the book is that um, things go viral because the content's emotional. It, it hits okay. an emotion. Either you're sad, happy, it makes you laugh. That's really it cool. It makes you cry, et cetera. That's really um, cool. When you find it. I'm blanking on the name. I'll look for it now. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I mean, I think is I can't go back into, I can't go into a bookshop. I can't do it. Like it, it, it would just, I can't go into a bookshop and know that I can't buy anything. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's one of the weird, that's one of the worst feelings for me right about now. But um, I've got, I just, I'm just on audible and I just, uh, I've got a few credits. I'm around six credits left actually. I'm so on, I just yeah, one, so one, one, got, one credit available. The audiobook thing. Pardon? Uh, what did you say? Oh, no, I said I've got one credit available. Oh. Oh. Um, yeah, I haven't got into the audiobook thing. Like, I, I really like the whole physical Mate, holding the book, reading it, black is, and white, I print saying, on I was, the page. Yeah, I'm an, audible, I'm an audio learner, man. Like, if I haven't got, if it's not a podcast in my ear, it's an audiobook or it's something, mm, yeah. that, or the radio or something. Or music, obviously, but it's like yeah. um, I, I I just have to have some kind of conversation, I guess. Um, yeah. But obviously, Definitely. it depends on how it depends on how best you learn, I guess. And the thing is, because I can because I read through across all platforms. Um, the, the Kindle just helps when I know that I just don't have much space um, to carry a book or yeah. you know to carry whatever, but. Um, yeah, man. Either way, as long as you get the message, it's it's all good, isn't it? Like, like that's, that's it. Yeah, I think. yeah. It's, um... That's it. I think it's how how you take that messaging. Because, mm. like, for me, like, I love listening to podcasts while I'm in the gym. Oh. I don't know why it's like the least pumped up thing ever. Yeah, but I really, it just really helps me focus <laughs> because, like, I'm working out and I'm listening to something, and they're the only two things I have to think about. Mm. Whereas, like, mm. at any other given point of the day, like, I can't, I can't be sat on my laptop working. And have a podcast on, for example, like you just wouldn't no, soak in, no. or like an audio book. Whereas if I'm driving, it's the same thing. Like I, mm. I'm concentrating on the road, and my mind is wandering. I'm not really taking in the audio that I'm hearing. Yeah. So I always have music playing. So the only time I can really like take in a podcast fully is, when is like when I'm gym. working out. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, it's, it's, is that's only like with with the gym. That's really down to, um. So okay, so I have I have my gym playlist, you know. So that's just like the, that's several things to help you lift what you need to lift. But also when I'm yeah. doing the cardio, like I tend to do lists. So that's low intensity, steady mm-hmm. state uh, cardio, and that's like a oh, probably, okay. that's, that's like forty five minutes. So I will whack on a podcast that will take me for forty five, and I was mm-hmm. just like, you know yeah. what, like that's cool because I'd rather be, I'd rather feel like I'm in a conversation with somebody then feel that I'm not able to so making, like like I'm just in a, like no, just in a song man. or in a playlist or whatever. Um, it's weird. It kind of cut it it spreads your focus. But yeah, at the same time you focuses you. End. So if you're doing something if you if you're doing something that you're that you don't really want to be doing, i.e. exercise, like mentally you want to do it, but you're putting your body through a stress. If you're taking that 
if you're distracting it essentially by listening to a podcast or music or something like that, mm. that or audiobook, that really it really does help. I mean, it really helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially on long drives. What I've found now, because I'm such a, a podcast junkie, is like <laughs> I won't I won't start driving unless I've got my playlist. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. Because yep. once yep. I yep. finish listening to something the next thing needs to come in because obviously you can't be touching your phone and stuff when driving really. Um, and what I find though is that it makes those drives really enjoyable and it imprints uh, the, what I'm seeing in my with my eyes, it imprints that on my brain. Yeah. So if I yeah. rewind back to a podcast and I press play and it instantly takes me back to yeah. where I was. Yeah. It's incredible. Sick. Yeah. And that's the- what, what podcasts are you both listening to then right now? Like what are your Ooh. go-tos? Go to so for for, for long drives, the dreamers yeah, disease. Talk to Alex Reed and the dreamers disease by Alex Manzi and the Ryan Arsh show. Go on. <laughs> of course, um, do you know what I? Ooh. So for long drives, especially um, Joe Rogan, I'll just chuck on one of those. Is the video? Is the video paused? I think Alex is frozen. Oh, Alex is frozen in time. Um, so, <laughs> we <yeah>. lost Alex. <laughs> Joe man Rogan, down. man down. I've got Oprah's um, Super Soul Conversations. I listen to a lot of Arsenal yeah. podcasts, but obviously there's no football awesome. at the moment. Um, so I listen to the Ask Blog and the, um, the Arsenal Vision podcast. Um, when I want to hear what girls are talking about behind closed doors, I listen to Receipts. Receipts, <laughs> love the yeah. Receipts, man. Yeah, when I want to um, feel like I'm just with the man them, like I'll, I'll tune into Free Shots with Tequila. Um, obviously, Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. There's just so many, so many good ones. I just have so... Because I'm such a podcast junkie, now I've got different apps for different kinds of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Mate, so That's deep. That's so deep. It's mad. So I use Overcast for like Joe Rogan and like some of the longer form content. I use Breaker which is more tech focused. Yeah. So I'll listen to the Naval podcast. Have you heard, have oh, you listened yeah, to that? Yeah, I've heard, no, I've heard, yeah. I've heard of it. I haven't listened to it. So what's amazing about, well, Naval is an amazing philosopher, tech investor guy anyway, but what he's done is he's um, got his long form content and broken it down into very short snippets. So you will just hear, Oh wow. It's like the, the podcast are like one or two minutes, I'm but it'll, it'll be loads of episodes that you can have a listen re-listen to the same bits over and over or listen to the the whole thing at once and yeah uh, it's the, in the in the um landscape of long form audio when you have something that's just a minute it really makes you focus on what he's actually saying and you replay it mm. and it's always really succinct and and good so yeah man and then um spotify you know they've got receipts and free shots so i, I kind of listen and half class podcast sometimes um depending on what i'm doing like it's more of the kind of cultural things that I'll listen to on there, and obviously yeah. all, all of our podcasts. Yeah, I think I need to I need to take a leaf out of your book there, really, and and find different settings for different types of podcasts. Mm. It's like when like like I said, when I'm in the gym, I like to listen to the inspirational ones or the the ones that are like educating me. So like my go tos are, I mean, a lot of the ones you mentioned, like Lewis Howes, Joe Rogan, which reminds me, I need to listen to Joe Rogan and. Um, Robert Downey Jr. Apparently, it's amazing. Oh yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, so those two. Then I listen to uh, "Feel Better," "Feel Better," "Live More" from. Um, um, I can't even think. Of, I can't, I've, I've, his name's escaping me. He's a doctor. Mm. English. He's an English doctor. He, he's got amazing oh, okay. people on his podcast. Amazing people. 
Um, Creative Rebels, obviously, I listen to a lot. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I need to I need to find more like scenarios to listen to ones like the receipts for example mm. I love the receipts but it's not really for me it doesn't work in the gym so maybe it's like a <laughs> yeah, yeah. one do you see what I mean that's so definitely like, yeah for me that's a because otherwise one. if I'm in the gym listening to the receipts I'm just like killing myself laughing and you can't right. you're not, it's a different mindset you know definitely definitely also I have different days that I listen to those podcasts as well oh, like, yeah? so I would I would load up like receipts for example on a Friday where I'm in a more of a I don't really want to learn anything I don't, do you know what yeah. I mean? I'll, I'll listen to it more when I'm just like want to laugh and things like that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think we've lost, we've lost Reed. We've actually f- fully lost him. He's yeah. fully gone. Should we so me- drop him a message on WhatsApp? Yeah. Let me see what he's saying. Maybe his battery died. Yeah, yeah possibly. So I'm going to, I'm going to, no, actually. He was on his laptop though, wasn't he? Oh. Maybe his computer crashed or something. Yeah. Maybe his battery on his computer died. Or he might have been on his phone. He might have been on his phone. I just mm. assumed it was his laptop because of the positioning. Oh, of... here, here we are. Is he coming back in? It says he is. Do you know what I've just realised? I'm the only what? one with my with my phone... In portrait mode, like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We'll make it work. Do you know? Do you know what? Um, do you know what I realised as well is? Um, well, it's not really something I realised. It's, it's more annoying than anything. Is my laptop after like forty minutes of like anything, like listening to music, like doing this, uh, listening to a podcast, like the the audio starts crackling. Yeah, I can so hear I get, it. Like this crackling sound. Can you hear yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it. I think that's to do with the um, the okay. CPU. Yeah, he's back. Sorry, he's back, back, back in business. <laughs> Had a bit of a break. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on. I think it just the internet just dropped out. Wow. Oh wow. Um, I coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I was I dropped out when you were talking about the podcasts. I don't know whether you, what you continued from there. Yeah, no, I was just saying I have, um, uh, long story cut short, I have different podcast apps that I listen to different podcasts on. I've kind of separate them. So I have like some of the more cultural stuff on Spotify, some of the more tech focused stuff on Breaker, some of the more long form stuff Breaker. on Overcast. Yeah, Breaker. It's um, it's 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 a podcasting app that you can mm. add friends on, you can comment on podcasts, you can send them to to different people. Um, it's got charts. Okay. Yeah, sick. But it, it's quite buggy because it's quite early. But um, I like to use that mm. early adopter. Okay. I, I, I produce the Techish podcast, so um, it's very much within that kind of community, the tech community. It's called yeah, Breaker. Nice. Breaker. Yeah, man. Can I just? Um, I was just going to go through some of my uh, my Audible library for things that I've bought but haven't listened to yet. So, like I said, I've got um, I've got Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. Uh, I've listened to the Celestine Prophecy uh, by That's James Redfield. Yeah, I know. Zero I, to I one it up by Peter. Over Christmas and put it down. <laughs> Sorry, God. Really? Yeah, I put it down. I picked it up. I put it down. I didn't like the print. I didn't like the font it, it used in the book. So I'm gonna get the audio book. I've uh, <laughs> I've noticed. I don't think you like the audio book to be honest, because it's quite theatrical. 
like there's music and stuff. Oh. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, oh it's a bit, no, it's a bit cheesy. you can't do that. Yeah, it's uh, it's only I'll four get, hours long. I get the. F- and if you if you if you I get it on read Kindle. or listen Kindle's to the album and stuff. <laughs> Kindle's the last resort, um, man. I'll do that. Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. I do you know what? Do you know what? Oh, have you have you listened or read it already? Um, I got through. I got like to the first twenty pages. Um, yeah, and it was a lot. It was a lot to kind of like before you got to the meaning. I was a bit mm. like, this is this is a lot that's happening right now. Um, Do you think it's quite apt? Quite sad. For, it is very sad. Do you think it's quite apt for you know the times that we're living in now? we're not it's not that extreme it's not that extreme um obviously so just for people listening it's um you know it's a first-hand account of what it was like um in in the holocaust and how this man um essentially compartmentalized and found meaning within all of this horrible stuff that was happening so maybe that'll help um what else have I got here? Uh, I will teach you to be rich by Ramit Sethi, which okay. is amazing, by the way. Yeah, I've heard him on a few yeah. podcasts. I haven't actually heard his book, but I've heard him on yeah, a few it's podcasts. A, it's a no BS financial literacy book. Um, the Queen, Brenny Brown, Daring Greatly. <laughs> got that. Um, oh. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, what else have I got here? Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Okay. And Mindset by Carol. How do you pronounce that, uh, Manzi? Her surname? Carol Dweck. Yeah, Carol Dweck. Yeah. Can, can I can I uh, make a confession? Go on. I was a bit disappointed by Outliers when I read it. Yeah. Really. Mm. What were you disappointed I about? I want to see. I want to see if we align. <laughs> I think just the the format of the book itself i think like i wasn't uh, the way everyone goes on about it like it's a, an amazing book and it's this and that and it's so fantastic and da 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 da, da. i just thought the, the the format of it it's just like really like each chapter is just like a case study on something else and it's like i don't i, oh, I, I right. like those books but i also don't like those books at the same time mm-hmm. like i just i prefer a book that has a bit more of a narrative to it okay yeah so you, that was like. Do you think I it depends on who writes it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I like the the overall message of it, mm. like about you know being like uh, being different to other people and whatever. Like the whole point of what an outlier is. But I was a bit like, mm, I was I don't know. Maybe my expectations were too high because I'd heard so mm. many good things about it. Yeah. Do you know what's funny as well about this day and age is that um, we hear about books from from podcasts where. The, uh, these authors go on like massive podcast platforms and yeah. essentially what they do they speak their book on that podcast episode so when you go to read the book you're like oh you re- you just distilled the whole book in an yeah. hour for me so I don't even really need to read it yeah that's <laughs> the thing I think that it all depends when it when it's when it's a thought leader or when it's a speaker for example they're, den- they're generally writing what they speak about so mm. when you're listening to what they say you either want to just have more of that content with you like yeah. forever <laughs> so you get the book um, and then you're like, okay, cool. Let me just actually just go. Cause, cause there will be, it'll be a bit more refined. There'll be more quotables, I guess, from the book I'm assuming with some stuff and probably explain it in more depth, like, and all that. But um, when it's an, uh, a non-fiction author, uh, no, when it's a fiction author, 
for example, there's it, they tend to just end up start talking about the art and the craft and everything around it and yeah. all of this stuff and the, all the esoteric stuff. And it's like, wow, like you think so crazily, it's weird. But I don't know. Like, I think there's a slight difference between the two. There was a book, oh, I forgot what the podcast was called. Um, and it was like, he used to interview authors about their books and stuff. And they all had such interesting lives. I'm just like, why don't you just write about your life? If I'm really honest, like, I'm just like, that your lives are like so beautiful, I guess, mm. like in the, in the tragedy is whatever it is, but like, um, write about your life. That's, that's, that's kind of what I want to go to the author for, I guess. That's what I, that's what I follow them for their stories, but that's probably why I'm how, how are you, how are you taking on that perspective for your own book now that you're writing your own? Um, <laughs> sorry um, for putting you on the spot. Um, um. <laughs> How did you do yours, Alex? <laughs> Nancy? <laughs> now, do you know why? Because obviously... Do you... I don't know. I just... <laughs> I'm, struggling. I'm I'm at the minute, I'm kind of like... Um, hmm. It's more... Because the thing is with me, it's more about... Everything that I do is pretty much more about service. Do you know what I mean? The book is a service mm. to... Um, certain archetypes, certain, the way, certain ways of thinking when it comes to being men. Um, kind of changing that narrative of what it means to be one, I guess. And yeah. kind of like breaking down those kind of, those stereotypes to just kind of, to find new ways of thinking about mm. certain things that we've, like we've all had to go through, I guess, at, at some stage. Um, yeah, like, so I have no idea how people are going to take it. I have no idea what people are going to say. Well, you never it. know, innit? You never I, know. And you obviously, never know. But it's just... It's about it's, having an audience of one, which should, should be you. Literally. But what, what, the, re- the reason I brought that up is mm. that I, I do this with artists and um, any anybody I'm collaborating with. Um, it's really useful to recognise, obviously, the inner critic that we have mm. and be of service to the art. So, for example, where, you know we're looking at a view of um, Malcolm Gladwell, one of the the most acclaimed authors, you know, and we're looking at the piece of art that he's created mm-hmm. and we're observing it as a piece of art. It's like, we respect you, yeah. but we're looking at this piece of art and critiquing it um, objectively. And, you know, when you create something, you put it out in the world, um, y- you yourself uh, will, you know, you will do that for other people, other people's art, but they're also going to do that for herself. For, for themselves and I think it's useful to recognise your own opinion mm. or what that would be you know what I mean and apply that to your own mm. and be of service to the art mm. it definitely it, it's weird but you have to take a step back sometimes and just yeah. um, and look at it as it's, this is something I'm creating it's so difficult because I've I've edited books I've contributed to books actually sitting there and writing this now is a bit like mm. oh my god like I'm because so I'm really in it but I'm trying to I'm trying to resist the temptation of editing as I go. So Ooh, yeah, that's that a hard the, one. That yeah. is the thing that's really been quite. Um, what are you writing on? Are you writing? Is, um, oh, sorry, sorry, man, you're gone. No, I was just gonna say the trick. I think the trick is to just write and write and write and write and write and write yeah. and write and write, mm-hmm. and then when you can't write anymore, then start editing. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. hard. What are you actually writing on? Are you writing on? Like physical, like paper and pen, or is it um, a doc, a Google Drive, or something like that? 
So I will have my notes down in some, something like this. I mean, mm-hmm. the journalist habits, <laughs> shorthand notebook. <laughs> um, but then I will write them out into a document so it's a bit clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it, when it goes into the document, that's when it actually becomes the, the, the idea starts to form itself. Yeah. Because that's where yeah. my primary output become output goes. Um and then yeah, and then I'm just shaping it and then it's just a collaborative effort between me and my editor. And it's like oh, trying amazing. to fi- trying to figure out that, what that is. Yeah. Is that in real time? Like the uh, collaboration? Well, if I say if like I'll write it and then I'll probably say, Oh, here's the the document that Got you it. asked for and then they'll just go through it. Um and that's a big help. Like, mm. to be honest, because then I have a way of shaping the ideas, I guess, until, I mean, this is the first time I've ever written a book, I guess. So it's just, it's like, it's, um, it's all new to me, you know? Um, Amazing. So I don't know really what to expect or what I necessarily need to do. I just know I just need to write the thing and bounce yeah. the ideas off. And I need the, and the editors to tell me whether this works or doesn't work. And we bounce ideas off each other and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, but the the conversations go on for ages because it's like, well, unless you're steadfast in what you're doing or steadfast in your kind of goal or whatever you want to say, then otherwise um, it just becomes a bit difficult to, you need to find the right path or the right lane in what you're saying, mm, especially mm. when your your mind is as busy and as wayward as mine. It's a right, bit like, right. you know, so. Um, That's really cool. It's um exciting. To say the least, um, and I've, I, I literally just have no idea what to expect. Um, good, but good. What did, so, but like Manzi, what did you think when you when you put your book out? Cause I remember when I when you sent it, and I was like, okay, who's written this book? Like, let me read it. I'm so in, I'm so intrigued. But like, what was your feeling then putting it out to like all of your followers and and stuff and getting them to kind of embrace that? Do you know what that was like that was the least wor- like worrying part mm. like the for me like because the way the way that I wrote it was like a free ebook and the reason I decided to write it was because like I've always got so much content <laughs> like in different forms mm. that I, I always look for ways to reformat it to put it back out so like all of the um um bits or chapters whatever you want to call them that were in the ebook were bits of content that already existed i already had them written up as like an in focus session or like a blog post or something and i just reformatted the whole like the main body of it into a book and then i i edited around it to make it flow seamlessly like a book and i'm doing something similar at the minute so like that was more like of a, a stressful thing in terms of like piecing the book together making sure it flowed as one making sure there was like a a, a, a general direction of of all of the chapters tying themselves into each other designing how it was going to look because it was an ebook it wasn't just like as simple as like mm. black and white text on a page you want it to look nice as well and presentable mm-hmm. so like, all of that stuff was like more stressful but also really fun so by the time i'd done all that i was like i was really excited to be like okay guys i've got this thing like what do you think about it and like see what people's reaction was like and for me it's never about like whether 10 people download it or 100 people download it or a thousand people download it it's about people taking value from it and i still get people messaging me like 
oh yeah, like I I downloaded your ebook, like da 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 da, and I, I put this out like That's January amazing. 2019. Mm. That's amazing. And it's not like huge numbers. It's probably been like five hundred had like five hundred downloads or something, but. Like that's 500 people who have read that and they've yeah. hopefully taken some value from it, which is Bro, you know, incredible, in, man. In 1983, that would have been 500 physical books on the table. Yeah. That's a lot of books. Yeah, that is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a huge achievement. Mm. Huge achievement. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I've got like, I'm doing the same thing again. Like I've got so many new bits of writing that I've had or I've got or I've put out in a different form that can just, piece really nicely together into one project like i'm, I'm, mm, for I'm real. putting it together but i'm taking my time with this one last time i kind of like i did it all in like it was like crazy it was like a month and a half or something or like two months <laughs> it was mad so like i was doing it every like every night i was after i'd done all my podcast stuff like i would go straight onto book like straight onto this and mm. then i spent like every friday i was spending on the design like how do you, you want know, it to look bit by stuff. bit yeah Okay. yeah so like this time I'm, I'm just taking my time a bit more and making sure like i mean now's almost the perfect opportunity because the, i there is so much time mm. on my hands to yeah. like do it to do stuff so once i've kind of figured out all my podcast stuff and like all the like again i've got loads of youtube videos that i've been scheduling mm. which probably by the time this comes out like most of them would have been would been uploaded mm. but yeah. like, i've been scheduling loads of youtube videos today like, i've just got so much stuff like a backlog of stuff that i want to get out Mm. and then once i've got done that and cleared a bit of bit more time in my day i'm going to focus more on on, on rewriting yeah um or re yeah. redoing the book yeah man Do i need that. to go through some of my um my scrap my scrapbook on google drive there's so many pages here and there because you know i do the the daily walks yeah. um yeah I'd, I'd already i'd started a, an ebook um and I've, I've been meaning to put it out for like two years um i've written most of it but you know we all do so much and it's hard to sit down and actually focus, focus on it. the one thing, you know, um, especially when, you know, YouTube takes so long <laughs> to do like video yeah. content is, is hard. Um, especially oh, when, you, when you need to stay yes. consistent. <laughs> um, plus podcasting, plus doing, um, you know, your, 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 your side your, hustles, your plus doing thing. your main jobs, <laughs> plus, you know, just everything. It's a lot. Yeah. So um, with that, you know, I'm just going to, just take it easy and just see what I can do when, as and when it comes. But on that note of doing a lot, how are we having fun, people? How what what, we, what are you doing for fun lately? I think um, I'm just a huge. I've become a huge fan of Tony Riddle. I just have. I yes. Just, I'm Who's, just, who is guy, Tony, Riddle? Tony Riddle? I'm just. A, I, I'm mate. a stan. <laughs> I just. Right. I, will get the I think everyone becomes a stan once you once you discover once you discover Tony Riddle, you instantly become a stan. I'm going to recommend you. Ryan, I'm going to recommend you three things to do. Yeah. Number one, go and find his Instagram page. I'm send it to the you Natural now. Lifestylist. Number two. Go and listen to his interview on the Dreamers Disease I'm podcast with myself. <laughs> Episode yep. 131. And number three, go and listen to his interview with uh, Rich Roll. Rich Roll. Rich Roll's yeah. one. Rich Roll. Yeah. Oh, wicked. Okay, cool. Yeah, Rich Roll. Yeah. Let me try and... Um, and there's another okay. one he done with um, uh, on Feel Better Live More podcast, which is where I discovered him. Okay. Um, we'll chuck yeah, the links in the show notes as well for other people. Yeah. I'm, I'm and hopefully, fingers crossed... Don't don't I'm trying I'm trying to get another interview with him um to to do more to be more focused around like being in isolation and what people can do to Yo. remain 
active and that'd be dope. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So what? So I'm gathering he is some sort of like movement innovator. He's he's a so he's a natural lifestylist. So he's all about um, using nature to bring your body back to its like optimum peak, basically, oh, and using using okay. our bodies for what they're designed to to do. So like, right up my he street, does a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. So like, he mate, you'd love it. He he's like one of the big <laughs> things he he done is he he removed all of the chairs in his house. He's got three kids and a wife, so oh, wow. he he removed all the chairs in his house because he's like, we're human beings. Like, we're not designed to sit on chairs. We're designed to like lie on the floor or like squat or kneel or like ha- have all of these. There's like a hundred ground resting positions that we ha- we have as human beings, and he's like, wow. we don't use any of them because we just sit on the chair all day. Yeah, that's right. So he's like removed all the chairs from his his apartment. Like, it's just like stuff like that. He's is he's he amazing, from England? Or is he, where's he from? Yeah, he's English. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh wow! Because you know when you hear those stories, you I, I immediately thought California, like massive house, like yeah. is able to do these things. But it's it's kind of good to hear. Yeah. No, nah, this is over here. Nah, he's, yeah, he's it, doing big he things. He came man. up in, he came out. up when I was in, edit, in an editorial meeting with about my book and stuff, and then my she was just like, "I'm oh, mentioning." She's mentioned this guy called Tony Riddle, and I was like, "Oh, who's that?" Googled it. Then I was like seeing this and then all of a sudden I'd seen, I don't know how I could connected the dots back to you, Alex, but I was like, yeah. <laughs> I always share his posts on my That's Instagram. it. And I said, I just oh, I love his dope. You're like, oh, blah, blah. And you're like, you did the episode. I was like, wow, I'm going to find that conversation now. Yeah. Um, so I've probably seen his content on your page then, Manzi. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. The reason why that triggered when you said play it's because he's done this, he's literally done this video today, which just, well, a clip or whatever. It was just like, oh, the opposite of play is not hard work. It's depression. And mm. it's like, wow. and the idea of it, and what he was saying was it's like pretty much when you're playing, it's not necessarily, um, oh, you're running around laughing. Da, 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 da. It's literally movement. And when you're, when you're kids, that movement is so much freer until you're, so you're true. bound by the confines of um, adult life, which are mm. desks and artificial lights and, and stress yeah. and stuff. And I was just thinking mm. about it today and I was like, so much of the way that our homes are set up is just like, just counter to how compromising we are. I mean, I'll stand up after sitting down and be like, oh creaky and just like oh what's that yeah, and like yeah. well I've been sitting down yeah. like number one that should be comfortable so I shouldn't be creaking like this but um let alone I'm I'm not old yet so I don't know why I'm creaking like this um, that's the yeah. thing isn't it but um what we what am I doing for fun you know what I think I'm just I think literally I think I'm just creating for fun to be honest mm. like Good. as much yeah. as as much as I'm like I never seen a paycheck in a long time and I'm waiting for that to happen. <laughs> but mm. um I'm like, you know, this is actually really fun for me. Um mm. and it's something that I've always been gassed about doing. Like, um there'll be days I'm like, oh my God, why would I want to start a YouTube channel? Like I've got enough on. But yeah, here I am with my yeah. trailer and I put the trailer <laughs> out. I'm like, well now I've got to put videos out. So therefore it means I've got to do this video. So I clearly love it. It's the uh, lifestyle. You know, Telling you. whether it be the book, whether it be yeah. the podcast, whether it be having amazing conversations like this or doing YouTube videos or whatever, connecting with other creators and stuff. It's just like, for me, that's just fun for me, I think. And, mm. you know, alongside the exercising and, um, you know, 
finding new ways for my body to move. As I said, like Ryan's um, episode, I was literally there cross-legged, shoes off, yeah. <laughs> talking about how I bend myself like when I'm like in my house. But it's like, it's those kind of things that make life kind of fun and different, you know? Like I just, um, yeah. and at some point I would love to go on holiday at some point, but I will be, until then, I would want to just be kind of like doing as much as I can to just enjoy the creation, like the creations mm. that I can make, you know? Um, what about you guys? What are you guys doing for fun? Uh, me, oh man, at the minute. So, so to be honest, I've been trying to get back into a routine at the minute because I'm so out of sync because my fun was my travels, right? That was like, oh, right, fun. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but that's like a big part for me. Like, it's fun is exploring new places and doing new things. And, and going back to what you were just saying, Alex, about when you stand up and you feel creaky, it's amazing how, like, literally after 10 days a week of being back home like I could feel my back was all tight my legs were tight my shoulders were hurting like I can't remember feeling like that when I was away because I was up all day I was walking around I was like I wasn't looking like head down looking at my phone so my neck wasn't compromised throughout the day I was being Mm. active and using my body for what it's supposed to be used for so I found that really interesting how like the second I came back like I was starting to feel all my old aches and pains come back as well Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that man skateboarding skateboarding yeah. is my fun yeah oh, okay so I I roller skate yeah I need to come and just join yeah. you on a skating situation mate um, um, we'll go I need to we'll go because I tend to roller skate inside though <laughs> so I tend to roller yeah, skate yeah we'll go, we'll, go yeah. Indo- we'll go to an indoor skate park alright cool something. I want to try and do that yeah well you're going to have to anyway <laughs> I mean yeah, I, mean, I want to try remind you of the times <laughs> yeah <laughs> the times like, we live in and, and the rain as well that actually, yeah, to be real. fair, like I, I can't wait for it to stop raining and then I can go back to the park and get on my skateboard because that's like one time where I'm literally, I'll go when it's, I know there's no no other people there. Like I'll go early in the morning mm. because then I'm by myself. So it's like mm. social distancing at its finest. Literally. For it's, real. Yeah, for me, it's all about movement, man. All yeah. about moving. And Talking about movement. Absolutely. I need to stand up soon, boys. Yeah, I, I literally just Yeah, yeah I'm standing right up already. Now. What about you, um, in terms of In terms of fun for me, um, weekly I'll play... Uh, well, it's not like a nine-a-side football match. Oh, yeah. That's right. definitely fun. It's a great um, stress reliever, but also it's it's one of the only things where you're actually just present for the hour, just doing one thing. There's no distractions. You know, you're just doing that. Yeah. And it's just great great for the body and stuff. Um, but in terms of just like fun for no, for no reason's sake, it's, I watch a lot of um, stand-up on Netflix. Just to, mm. random stand-up shows because I, I, I find... We, we we have to actually like dial in different emotions now because I was analysing my life and so much of it was built on me and my boys meeting up, busting joke, mm-hmm. playing games. That's, you know, that's what our lives were for so long. And then you become, you get older, you get like, you start adulting and then you're like, oh, what's missing? And you realise you're not doing those things anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm actively trying to add those bits back into my life. So mm-hmm. I was always a gamer and it's like, now I'm not playing as much games. Like, why? Like, obviously I do so much in terms of creating, but let me add that back in. Let me um, watch watch a clip and just laugh in the morning. Do you know what I mean? So I've, I'm I'm trying to like dial in different emotions throughout the day. So yeah, definitely um, stand up comedy for for sure is is is. Did one you of watch the? Um, did you watch Momentum with Mo Gilligan on Netflix? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was sick. I think that was really good. That was sick. Was a really good one. I saw him live. Um, yeah, it's just amazing to see the 
the state of our culture, man. Like where we're at now, and it's it's amazing. And what's it going to be like in in ten years, man? This is mm. incredible. Yeah. So, I tell you I what, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you want a good laugh, right? I watched this the other day on YouTube. There's a highlights reel of uh, Big Nasty and Mo. <laughs> like just rinsing each other you know on like the tv on the big nasty show <laughs> yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a highlight package that they put together it's like it's every sick. moment where they're just rinsing each other it's so funny it's, it's like did you see I the kano episode house. yeah no no oh yeah make sure you see that I, I reckon that was their best episode period yeah 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 sketches nice. wise and there's like, a good there's another there's it. another good clip actually of uh mo big nasty and jimmy carr just all like having a pop at each other and it's like a 10 minute yeah. clip and it's just like oh I'm gonna go watch that. that it's really good <laughs> watch that it's like one of the funniest things I've seen it's really good sick. how sick is it that we can watch things that we completely relate to like we've had to mm. assimilate to American culture for so long and so much understand their ins and outs but now yeah, you know I'm the just... jokes the jokes are like all things that we've grown up with and stuff like mm. sick mm. I'm just watching References. I'm watching the X-Files recently <laughs> don't ask me why I've got too much yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Way too much time. Um, <laughs> 1992, you know, I was like, I, no, I barely had no idea wow. what this was. Um, and I was watching it and I was like, I was like, I heard a lot of British people talking about this show. I had like, there was no British equivalent, nothing. Um, and then I was watching this comedy show yesterday. Um, I think it's called Koji and Kath or Karen something it's on ITV um, and it's like when it, and they kind of brought back the, the the old school sitcoms sort of thing this is like set in a cafe oh, okay. in like yeah, the, yeah. in like Eastbourne or Margate or Brighton or somewhere um, and Koji's just like this Nigerian doctor of some kind and then she's just this owner of this cafe um, and it, and I was watching it yesterday and I was like it's getting quite a few fair laughs from me like <laughs> I like I like I like this <laughs> I like this. I am pleasantly amused by this humor <laughs> that is coming mm. from this TV. Um, and That's I feel good. like, and I feel like we're just, I feel like what we're doing is because we've been so uh, like exposed to American culture and American sitcoms and American understanding and American mm. everything else for so long, we're getting a lot more, um, we're becoming, I feel like we're becoming a lot more appreciative of British culture, British humor, Absolutely. British stuff. Um, and because they're only starting to diversify it really now, um, well, not necessarily really now. I mean, there's a whole gap of like undiverse comedy for ages, but then it's like, mm. you know, bringing it back. I don't know if you guys have seen Enterprise yet. No, or... no I did see like the first, maybe like the pilot episode or something. I didn't, I haven't got into like the actual mm. program. And I feel like that's, I watched, I watched season two and that had me laughing like, for consistently for the 20 minutes that it's on each time yeah. and Sick. i was like this is actually this is funny like and and thing is and it makes you it, it works hard for the jokes as well it's not just like the typical oh, i want to put on a nigerian or west indian accent or whatever right, i'm not right, gonna just right. you know we're not gonna just talk about being beaten or whatever but mm. it's literally talk it's literally humor for humor's sake like it's generally funny like you know what's I mean? that on uh bbc so you catch okay, it on cool. the iPlayer. Um, Sick, I'll have to check that out. Generally, generally quite funny. Um, but yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wicked, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been standing up. 
I know you guys need to stand up. I'll probably need to sit down. But um, I'm just, I'm, I'm so grateful that we could do this, man. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, we, we should do this every so often. worked out. Definitely, man. I was going to say, like, maybe in between now and, and the next um, quarantine conversation, we we set a challenge or something like that for each other to keep it, to hold each other accountable. Yeah. I don't know what that would be, and I'm, I'm throwing myself in it right now, but... What, what, should what, we do? We do? what should we do? What should we do? What should the challenge? Oh, what we have to? We're going to make it up now. Oh, jeez. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if I could do any more challenges, right? I'm tired. I'm tired. Of <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just, just a survive challenge. <laughs> I don't don't go out. get through this coronavirus first. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's get the through challenge is to make first. it yeah. to the next recording. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Let's do that. If you let's are feeling any symptoms, please go and see your licensed medical and healthcare professional. Please, absolutely. Self, yeah. like absolutely. isolate yourself and make sure you're eating well. Wash your hands and wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Do that. Do that. People Isolate like, where you can. On this toilet paper thing, I'm so sorry. Like you, everyone's buying the toilet paper like they don't have showers as well. Like I just don't understand. It's madness. Anyway, don't get it. It's madness. <laughs> but guys, um, it's been a pleasure. Of all the things, of all the things that <laughs> was the first the thing to go from the shelves, toilet paper. I, don't I have seen it. a video of two aunties fighting in South Norwood. That's all I ever need to see. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean. I'm just like I was in I was in Lidl the other day with my mum and the way that people were looking like they were going to try and push her to get to things I was like I will fight in this place I'll be on World Star trust me I'm just not about to do it trust me I'm not about to do it today but um, but yeah I I value these chats man oh absolutely yeah me too man I think so much. I think we're going to pull it out on each of our podcast feeds, right? That's yeah. how we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, so it's going so to yeah. be a, three, a three-way release. It'll be a three-way, three-way release. <laughs> You've never seen this before. It's exclusive. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, well, until next time, um, and hopefully we can do this often because I, I love spending time with you guys. Yeah, man. Um, just you know, for my listeners, for the Ryan Now Show listeners, we've got Alex Reeds from A Time to Talk with Alex, Re- Alex Reeds and Alex Manzi of the Dreamers Disease podcast. Um, make sure you check out their shows. The, all the links will be in the show notes, mm-hmm. as will mine, um, I hope. Make sure you put mine in there, boys. <laughs> make sure you review each of our podcasts. Make sure you comment on all of our pages. You've got Alex Reeds, which is at Alex Reeds on Instagram. You've got I am Alex Manzi on Instagram and at ryan.nile.show on Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can hear a podcast. Um, hit us up on Twitter. Make sure you review we, we know you're at home, so you've got the time to do it. <laughs> I wanna, Use your time I wisely. I want to see three lines of a comment. I want to see a review. I want to see me, all of it. Trust me. Yeah, no, but joke, all jokes aside, it really yeah. does help um, people find the shows. Like, there's so many podcasts and stuff, mm. and we're trying to do something a bit different in that, you know, we're young millennial men from London that want to um, help the world be kind of. Um, what's your mission, Alex? Reads. Oh, to help people love deeper and seek deeper and seek clarity and just open up and open up space to talk about issues mm. and things like that. And Manzi? To help people find more clarity and happiness in life by living more in the moment. Mm. Perfect. Perfect. So this is what Boom. we're this is what we're about, people. So let's help spread the love. Boys, 
Until next time. Peace. Mr. Fox. It's been amazing. Thank you, boys. <laughs> Big up, Mr. Fox. Yeah, man. Big didn't up, Mr. A, Fox. Every didn't time. say a word. Man just pulled the internet cord you know and just. <laughs> like, I ain't getting no attention. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Today. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, boys. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> love. See you guys later. Peace and love. Right. Take Peace. care. Peace. So there we have it, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed that conversation. I had so much fun in that. It was so hilarious how we were sort of just vibing with like the video call and our own individual setups. We had a lot of fun and, you know, you could tell that we were like really getting into the swing of it and the recording was going on and on. But I really hope that you were able to take something from that episode. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send it to them. Send them the link, send them a screenshot. It's important that during these tough times, during these struggles, that we continue to continue to spread the positive vibes and messages. And you know, I started this podcast because I wanted to help inspire positive change. So you can also be a part of that by sharing the love. As ever, you can connect with me on Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. I'm going to be making so much stuff and putting out like as many positive vibes as I can. And my DMs are always open. So if you want to connect with me, you will find me mainly on Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. Thank you again for listening and I will see you for the next episode. This podcast is produced by Unedited.